Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Lessons for Living. His word so fresh in our hearts abound. His word made flesh in the here and now. A new life is beginning. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Jesus says, notice in this passage, I ask you to circle. Jesus didn't say this. If you pray, if you give, if you fast, he says, when you do it. So a Christian gives, a Christian prays, and a Christian fasts. If you're a Christian, you do those three things. They're action. And that's going to lead to spiritual growth. You see, you just can't talk about giving. You just can't talk about praying. You just can't talk about fasting. Many groups or organizations have what are often referred to as fundamentals or pillars. Some of these can range from codes of conduct and even include moral ethical guidelines. When it comes to Christianity, we have a calling to give, pray, and fast in our walks. In today's edition of Lessons for Living, Pastor Mark discusses the importance of these pillars of our faith. In our study, we learn that it's not a matter of if we do these things, but when we do. Continuing our study in the Sermon on the Mount, Pastor Mark teaches us how to better execute these fundamentals with a pure heart. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of this broadcast. Now, here's Pastor Mark with part one of his message entitled, Right Giving, Praying, Fasting. Turn to Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapter 5. As you turn there, I want you to see three pictures on the overhead. And I want you to see what's in common with these three pictures. Take a look. What did you see that was in common? A high, a high five. What is a high five? Congratulations. Wonderful. Terrific. Honors. Way to go. Eclic. Just, I love it. Terrific job. You know that Jesus this morning is going to teach about high fives. Yes, it's, it's Balmer's translation, but he's teaching on high fives this morning. Now to get started, here in the commons in the, in the cafetorium, you got to turn to your neighbor and give him a nice high five right now. We'll just do it. Go ahead. Do it. That's it. Terrific. Terrific. Now, when Jesus gave the Sermon on the Mount, there were no chapter and verses. It just flowed. So before we start chapter 6, I'm going to go back to chapter 5. Remember, it flowed as one. Let me read the last verse which we covered last week. Verse 48, Jesus says, be perfect. Therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. We learned last week that perfect means mature. Complete, whole, holy. Jesus says, I want you disciples, as you're listening to me, to resemble your heavenly father. 
to look like him. There's a standard that you're going toward. Now, will you ever get there as perfect people? No. But we'll become more and more like him. And God always takes us where we're at and just begins to conform us and to change us and to make us more like him. Now, as we do that, Jesus says, watch, watch the context, which he's teaching. Don't worry about chapter 5, now chapter 6. Jesus says, I want you to be mature, more like God. Immediately he rolls in and says, here's how you begin to do it. So we begin chapter 6, and I'm going to ask you to circle a few things, and we're going to skip some verses because we're not going to cover all of this today. We'll cover it all next week. We begin in verse 1. Jesus says this, Be careful not to do your acts of righteousness or your good works before men to be seen by them. If you do, you will have no, circle the word, reward from your Father in heaven. Verse 2, when you give, circle it, when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets as the, circle the word, hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets to be honored by men. I tell you the truth, they have received their reward in full. Skip on down to verse 5. Look at it. And circle it. When you pray, do not be like the hypocrites. For they love to pray standing in the synagogue and on the street corners to be seen by men. I tell you the truth, they have received their reward in full. Now skip to verse 16. Circle the first three words. When you fast, do not look somber as the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show men they are fasting. I tell you the truth, they have received their reward in full. So Jesus says, now guys, I want you to be perfect. I want you to mature. I want you to grow to be like God. How do you do it? Here's the three simple disciplines. The disciplines, there's the pillars of growth. We're giving, praying, and fasting. You see, if you went down to the spa, and you ladies might go to one of the local spas here, the ladies' spas or curves or whatever, the guys go to the gold gym or whatever, and you go in there and you say, I want to build my body. Well, it wouldn't just be one machine. There'd be a number of machines, one for the arms, one for the legs, one for the abs, whatever. And you would go from machine to machine and be, and be growing. Well, Jesus says, be perfect. Be mature. Well, how do we do that? Well, you give and you pray and you fast. And as you do that, those spiritual disciplines will grow you spiritually. You become more like God. They were pillars of, of action and that the, the Pharisees knew in those days. Now, I want you to write these three things down because it takes us two weeks to get through praying, giving, and fasting. This week, giving. Take a look at these. Write these three things. We're going to see these three things for the next two weeks. First of all, you're going to see an action. Jesus says, notice in this passage, I ask you to circle. Jesus didn't say this. If you pray, if you give, if you fast, he says, when you do it. So a Christian gives... A Christian prays and a Christian fasts. If you're a Christian, you do those three things. They're action. And that's going to lead to spiritual growth. You see, you just can't talk about giving. You just can't talk about praying. You just can't talk about fasting. You do that. Can you imagine going to the spa? You paid a thousand bucks for your membership. And you go in and the, the trainer says, I want to show you how to operate these three machines. 
And you say to them, well, I didn't really, I don't want to get on a machine. I just came here to kind of watch the people sweat and exercise. And by the way, do you have any Krispy Kremes? I like to sit here with a coffee and watch them. (laughs) Well, not too much is going to happen. So there has to be, if you're a Christian this morning, there has to be action. The three things we're talking about are giving, praying, and fasting. Two, action isn't enough. This is the whole focus of Jesus' teaching. I ask you to circle another word. The word was hypocrite. We'll come to that in a moment. So Jesus says, it's not enough to give fast and pray. You have to give fast and pray with the right motive. It's about your heart. And last, Jesus said, if you give, if you fast, if you pray with the right motive, there's an outcome. There's a reward for you. And that's exactly it. So action, motive, and outcome. We'll do that this week. We'll do it next week. This week, we focus on one thing, why Christians are to give. Next week, why we're to pray and fast. And then we're going to learn today how we're to give. Not just, not why, just, but how do we do that? Now, as we move through that, Jesus knew one thing. Why is he going to address motive? Why does he use the word hypocrite? Because he knows that every one of us struggle with pride. Down deep inside, I want you to think of me as more spiritual than I am. I want want you to think absolutely the best of me. And so I I have a tendency sometimes, as you do, to tell people what I do. You know, this week... I fasted and prayed for you as a congregation. I haven't eaten all week. And I really haven't taken any time to do it. Even though I love golf, I haven't turned the British Open on once. Not even once. I've just been praying for you all week. Wow, what a great pastor. Tremendous spiritual man of God. You say, that's stupid. No, that's us. So, Jesus is going to talk about our motive. The heart of the matter is the matter of the heart. Why we do things is just as important as doing them. So, we begin in uh, chapter 6, verse 1, with a warning. Be careful not to do your acts of righteousness or your spiritual disciplines, your giving, your praying, fasting, before men. The good deeds... To be seen by them, if you do, you will have no reward from your Father in heaven. Now that sounds like it contradicts an earlier teaching. Jesus says, let your light shine so people will see your good works and glorify God. The key is this. Listen to John Stott. The clue lies in the fact that Jesus is speaking against different sins. It is our human cowardice which made him say, let your light shine before men. And our human vanity, which made him tell us to beware of practicing our piety before men. A.B. Bruce sums it up well when he writes that we are to show when tempted to hide, and we are to hide when tempted to show. Our good works must be public so that our light shines. Our religious devotions must be secret lest we boast about them. So, Jesus is going to talk about shining. He's going to talk about we need to shine, but not because of us, but because of God. 
And sometimes I don't want to shine. I want to tell people that I'm a Christian because, well, to be honest, I'm, I'm a little bashful. Well, that's really not right. I need to be bold. But other times I want to do too much. I want to share with you all the kind of stuff so you'll think more about me. And those times Jesus says, well, no, 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 do that privately. Just, just focus on me. So we're going to have this warning, and it applies to all of us. You see, what happened is the Jews were taught by their Pharisee leaders If you'll just be good enough, you can earn your salvation. So make sure people see your good stuff. And what happened is these religious leaders, they were keeping the law externally, but their heart was far from God. Now, we know you can't ever be good enough to get to heaven. And so Jesus said, well, your religious leaders, they parade in front of you all of these things, praying, fasting, and giving, But their heart's wrong. So he called them something that's pretty bold. It's a word I ask you to circle. What was the word, remember? Hypocrite. What is a hypocrite? Take a look. A hypocrite was an actor. Someone putting on a religious performance. Someone looking, here we go, for a high five. I'm going to do this for you because I'm going to get a high five from you. And maybe one from God. And I'm going to be very proud of myself because I did it. You see, God hates hypocrites. They're not doing it because they want to do it. They're doing it because they get the honor, they get the glory, they get the attention. The spotlight is on them. God says, no, I'm not into that. I know that's what you're doing it for. It's the wrong motive. I'm not into that at all. Now, we have to be careful, and I'll just make this statement to you. We have to be careful that we're not hypocrites. The religious leaders were. At your place of work or in your neighborhood or if you're a student at school, would people be shocked that you're here in church? In other words, are you something different there than, than you seem to be here? This week, a certain individual called me in a business that not even around here, whatever, it was out of state, and they called me and they said they had to work a financial situation with somebody in this church, and they didn't give me the name, thank God. And they just went through and said this, when they talked to him about it and they're talking about a refund and some other stuff, the person that was really nasty, what do you think you're doing? They just went ahead and did it. That was somebody in our congregation. Wow. Giving, loving, kind words. No, he made a horrible impression. You see, we can't be hypocrites. You can't go, hey, how are you? How are you? Praise God. Great service, wasn't it? That's what Jesus is talking about. Now, none of us here are perfect. We all lose it once in a while. But he says, no, 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 you you can't be that way. So, hypocrite was an area that, well, God's going to deal with all through this passage. Big time. So, the bottom line is the Pharisees were doing these religious things, but they were simply dead religious rituals. Jesus is going to say to us this morning, don't look to try to make you look good. Don't do stuff to make you look good. Make God look good. You ever hear the term, an audience of one? That's what it's about. The only one I really need to care about is God. Second, do the right thing with the right motive and God will reward you. Do the right thing with the wrong motive and you've already received your reward. In fact, there is no reward then from God. This word reward is a strange word. Some of you probably have been taught that 
God doesn't reward people. Well, that's incorrect. God loves to give good gifts. He loves to reward us. In fact, the scripture says he rewards those who diligently seek him. If you have a heart for God, he rewards you. So I'm going to put on the screen, and before it goes on the screen, let me have your attention. Commons, overflow area, internet. You need to understand what I'm going to tell you in a moment because it affects you forever. Rewards. If at 12 noon, we all died in this building, every one of us, a bomb, something, we just all died, we would eventually be at one of two judgments in the world. Some of us would be at the, well, the judgment seat of Christ. You're going to see that in a moment. Some others would, that are not Christians would be at the great white throne judgment. These two judgments have nothing to do with your salvation. You see, when I die at 12 noon, if you're a real Christian, you love God, no perfect Christians, but a real Christian, you've asked him to come into your heart, you will go immediately to heaven. If you're not, you go immediately, really, to hell. After that, there's a time when all of us will be judged for our good things that we did. There's varying degrees of reward, and there's varying degrees of punishment in hell. But you're still going to be in hell forever, and you're still going to be in heaven forever. So before you die, that determination is made. Once you die, some of you have been taught that you can pray, give, do something, and a person can move from point A to point B. Impossible. In fact, the Bible says in Luke, there's a gulf fixed between, and you cannot move. When you die, permanently fixed, but there are judgments. This is where the rewards come. So I needed to explain that to you. Let's talk about Christians. If you're a Christian and you died, eventually you will stand before God as an individual, by yourself. How many are glad this morning you're not standing next to Billy Graham and being judged? I'm glad right now. Hallelujah. So I won't be standing with you. You won't be standing with me. I won't be standing with friends, whatever. You say, Pastor, would you just take along with me and put a good word in for me? No, I'm going to be standing there myself in front of God. Now let's look at the verses, and the first thing you're going to see in this overhead is this. Don't copy it. You can't copy it. If you copy it, you miss everything. So just listen. Get the tape. Here we go. For we must, this is only to Christians now, we must what? Tell me what the word is. Well, Pastor Mark, I don't think I want to be there. I don't have an appointment. Oh, it's already been set for you. You will be there. I don't want to be there. You will be there. We will all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. That each one may receive what is due him for the things done while in the body, whether good or bad. You see, after I become a Christian, I can't become a Christian by good works. You could never be good enough to get to heaven. But after I become a Christian, everything I do with my time, listen, talents, money, circumstances, influence, everything I do with that, I'm going to give an account for God. Everything, every one of you is gifted. Every one of you has time. Every one of you have talents. Every one of you have resources, money, possessions. All come from God. I will give an account. I'm a steward. So here's what happens. Number one, only real Christians will be at this judgment. You're here this morning and you're a hypocrite. Everybody in your family believes you're a Christian. But you know you're not. You better get real. You say, well, I've got them fooled. Well, you don't have God fooled. 
And you won't be at this judgment. You'll be at the judgment for the degrees of punishment in hell. Well, that's not fair. Well, yes, it is fair. God's just. It's your choice. Second, at this judgment, remember, we are not judged in regard to our salvation. Salvation is free. Jesus was judged on the cross, and he died for your sins. Number three, we are judged there as Christians for our works. That means how faithful I was. Most of you that are in the workforce, you get a yearly review from a boss. Good this, pays attention to detail, follows through, does it on time, whatever you do, all this stuff. This is what God's going to do. Now, we're going to give a requirement and a kind of an understanding of how we use our time, resources, money, and talents. Now, what happens if my motives are wrong for all the stuff that I do? What if this morning I'm standing before you because, like, I'd like you to notice me and think good of me and think I'm a great spiritual guy. And I don't really care about any of you people. I just just like it because it's kind of a cushy job, which is a crazy idiot thing to say because it is not. (laughs) Some of you say, well, man, what do you do other than stand in front of people three times a week? Come follow me. So what if I do it all that? Well, 1 Corinthians, watch me. 1 Corinthians says, don't even go there, listen. That when I stand before God, he has this like super video. And we just go through. He says, Balmer, you didn't, you didn't use your time wisely there. You know what? Instead of praying, instead of studying, you did watch that golf tournament for too many hours. Oh, come on. And as your motive is wrong. You gave to that person, you gave because you wanted them to know, and you wanted the whole church to know. So the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 3 that those things that are done with the wrong motive, wood, hay, stubble burned up so I enter heaven but all of those gone no reward some rewards but then it says some people will enter heaven with they'll enter heaven but no rewards none now as you do when you think about that that's why these next three statements all Christians will be happy in heaven well, Pastor Mark, if, if everything I've done is wrong motive and it gets all burned, how can I be happy? Well, let me share with you. Some will receive greater rewards than others. How many of you graduated from high school? Let me see your hand. Okay. Okay. How many graduated as valedictorian of your class? Man, we got a dumb group here. What happened? <laughs> There's a couple of you. I know you don't want to get your reward. I mean, come on, just raise your hands. All right, we'll give you a high five right now. It's okay. You see... I mean, how many of you glad you graduated from high school? Hallelujah. Well, we'll see, some of us are going to be glad we're in heaven. And there's just going to be different degrees. You say, well, if I'm standing next to somebody and they, they got these crowns all over them and I got this little beanie over here, I'm going to be like jealous. In today's edition of Lessons for Living, Pastor Mark taught us about some of the key fundamentals to our Christian faith. Right giving, praying, and fasting. In our study, we learned that rather than these fundamentals being suggestions, they're actually crucial to our growth as followers of Christ. Not only did Pastor Mark teach us these fundamentals, but how to better put them into practice with pure intentions. You've been listening to Lessons for Living, the teaching ministry of Mark Balmer of Calvary Chapel, Melbourne. Each day here on Lessons for Living, we share messages that Pastor Mark taught at the main campus in Melbourne. 
Maybe you're listening right now in Brevard County and you don't have a home church. And today's message was exactly what you were looking for. Join us for worship. We meet at the Melbourne and Vieira campuses on Saturday night at 6 p.m. and Sunday morning at 8.30 and 10.45 a.m. And those in the Sebastian area can join us Sunday mornings at 10.45 a.m. For more information, call us toll-free at 866-779-3441. That's 866-779-3441. Or log on to LessonsForLivingRadio.com and follow the link to the church website. Now, the next time you join us here on Lessons for Living, Pastor Mark will teach us about rewards in heaven. In our study, we'll learn how each of us will be judged according to our deeds, whether good or bad. Focusing more on our desire to serve God out of thankfulness, Pastor Mark will encourage us to better manage the time that we're given and to seek God's glory as our ultimate reward. We've run out of time today, but we do encourage you to tune in next time as Pastor Mark will continue teaching through the Gospel of Matthew. That's next time on Lessons for Living.